Inspired, sharing your journey. Good morning once again. Welcome to uh, Real Presence Live. We were having a lot of fun here. I almost didn't get my cue. We <laughs> We are kind of naughty behind this. Yes, we are. We have we to admit that. So. Dance to the music, and we we have good time. We it's, do. It's great fun to do this. So, um, we are in the um, inspired portion of our show, and we are joined for this portion by Sarah Kanapik. And I said that right this time, didn't I? Yes, you did, Father. Good to have you with us, Sarah. Thank you, Father. Um, so, can you begin by telling a little bit about yourself, about your life growing up, how you got to be who, where you are now? Yes, I would love to. So, I grew up in around Kildare, North Dakota on a farm uh, with a really big family. And I was blessed to grow up in a, in a big old Catholic family where, yeah, my parents did a really great job of, um, of bringing us up with the faith at the center of our lives. Um, they were a great witness to us. And yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful for it now. Also, I want to give a shout out to my mom because I know she's probably listening. Hi, Hi. mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> Yes, um, but yeah, that's kind of where it started for me, and it's just you know. So normal where do you life. where do you fit in in the lineup? I'm number seven of nine. Oh, nice. okay. See, I'm number one of a lot more than that, yeah. so I always have to know like, yes. where do you fit in the family because that gives a really good idea of it's personality true. and how people yes. react to things. If you know where they fit in the family. So seventh of nine. So, um, how is it that you came from um, a little town in North Dakota? Um, to be a focused missionary here in Spearfish. How did that happen? Yeah, so I went to college at North Dakota State, Cobison, in Fargo, <laughs> and that's where I encountered Focus. Although my siblings, uh, a few of my sisters have been involved with Focus at NDSU. Um, so I, I saw them like really ignite, uh, like their faith ignite um, while they were there, and I desired the same thing for myself. And so I, yeah, I found the Newman Center, and I started getting involved with Focus. And as I like, I don't know, grew my faith in college um, and started to really take ownership of that. And I began evangelizing like my classmates and my friends. I knew that the next step for me was going to be like living as a full-time missionary somewhere, somehow. Um, so I sought that out as well as I could. And when, when Jesus invited me, I said, yes. So this is interesting. You know, Jesus calls us, you know, we really believe that in our Catholic faith, that there's a that this isn't all by um, chance, mm -hmm. that there's a real invitation. <clears throat> Did you initially, um, were you initially open to that uh, invitation, that call? Or did you hesitate, or did you think, what in the world? Or how was your, what was your initial response to feeling that call to be a focus, be involved in focus? Yeah. So when I was a freshman, um, I went on my first mission trip through focus, and very re reluctantly, because I just never, I didn't see myself as a missionary in any way, shape, or form, and I didn't understand um, like the call of my baptism um, either to be missionary. And so when I was able to like encounter the poor and recognize that I too had a missionary heart. Um, I came back to school and started yeah, sharing the faith with my friends and my, my classmates. And so it, it was very, it was like, it was very natural for me, even while I was a student to share my faith and evangelize in that way. So when, when it was more affirmed and confirmed within me that he wanted me to be a focused missionary, I was really excited. I was like, yes, <laughs> this is this is what I wanted. So when Jesus was the one to confirm it for me, um, I was really excited and really happy that I was finally going to be able to do it full time. Okay. I wish that all of our listeners could see the joy and the 
the grace yes. radiating off of her smile right <laughs> yeah, now. It's so wonderful. beautiful. It, it is. It's good. It's good to, to visit with you. It's very. It's, as the segment says, it's very inspirational. So, um, talk about being. A focused missionary now, I mean, you know, there's always that in- initial enthusiasm. It's like, yes. And then now you, you confront probably the people who aren't quite as enthusiastic as you are. So tell us about some of the blaze, the beauties and the graces and the goodness that come from this, at times, very challenging ministry. Yes. So I've been blessed. To, so I'm in my fourth year with Focus. And um, I've been on two campuses now, both of them at the beginning of Focus involvement. And so I've I've started both campuses with uh, not much involvement at all on the students' end of things, um, which is, at times, it can be discouraging when you don't see, um, like, that fire really started yet, but it's, I don't know, I have this, like, special love for the beginning stages of people's conversion, um, when you really get to, like, like I've learned how to believe in miracles, Um so yeah, I, that's what I've had to rely on. I've had to learn how to pray and pray and pray and hope in the impossible. And Jesus has just delivered so beautifully and so radically um, as I've been able to really witness true conversion here on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard. It's, it, it, yeah, <laughs> it's hard at times. Um, but like the joys of it are so much better. They're so, they're so great. They're so worthwhile. Yes. So, <clears throat> you're listening to Sarah Kanapik speaking to us about her involvement in the, as a focus missionary on the campus here at Spearfish in uh, South Dakota. Um, so um, how have you seen the lives of students um, change or be impacted through your time in working with focus both here and in the previous mm-hmm. campus you worked on? Yeah, so I think I mean the 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 mission of focus or the apostolate of focus really focuses on uh, like true friendship uh, because there's a great lack um, on campus for for real friendship. People don't really know how to be friends with each other. They don't know how to talk to each other, and so as a missionary coming in, the, that's where the beginning stages of conversion really happen. Um, so it's like leading them in real friendship and then as their hearts are more open to the gospel, like sharing the gospel with them radically through the witness of my life, yes, but also through those conversations and really like sharing truth clearly with them, sometimes for the first time in their lives, um, you know, bringing them back to the sacraments and really accompanying them through that like reintegration process um, back into a life of faith. And then as their hearts for the Lord grow, um, we like build them up with just evangelization practicals and teaching them how to reach out to their friends and really sending them on mission as well. Um, now the actual reality of that, it, it's not, it's not like a, a weekly thing where one week you're winning them, next week you're building them, next week you're sending them. I wish. Um, it's not if you reality. ever figure that out, yeah. as yeah. a mother, please, please encourage me. Oh, uh, yeah, no, not that easy. Um, but I actually recent the last week I've been reaching out to some of my former students from Oshkosh, the campus I served at before. And now that they like those students have graduated at this point and the way they're living mission in their parishes is really beautiful. Like they like they have daily prayer lives. They're living, you know, they're working in the secular world, but they have really received that call from the Lord and they've responded generously with their lives. And it's beautiful. So like the beginning, like I wasn't really able to see the fullness of their surrender to Jesus. Uh, but now I know that the investment at the beginning was so worth it because now they're living it out fully and it will affect their, 
you know, their coworkers and their friends and their families and their future, you know, children and in, in, in their vocation, whatever it may be. That's that's really wonderful to hear. And it's it's that sense of this is bigger than us, bigger mm-hmm. than my little. So we got one minute left. What would you sh- what would you share to anybody who's listening about your work or your missionary or their lives? I mean, what, what's your nugget of truth you want to let them t- leave with? Yeah, I was praying about this this morning. <laughs> and the one thing I kept coming back to was uh, don't waste your life. Ah. Like our lives are so precious and, and this is just, a, it's a, our lives are a pilgrimage to eternity. Um, and it would be such a shame to waste our lives in, I don't know, keeping our gaze on earthly things. Like we need yeah. to keep our gaze in heaven. Um, uh, we got to quit, Sarah, but that was, yeah. that was a beautiful ending. Thank you very much. I appreciate you being here and wish you uh, God's blessing and good luck in your focus missionary Thank activity. You. So we're broadcasting from Black Hill State University Newman Center. I'm Father Mike Malloy, and I'm here with Karen Gibis, and we will be right back on Real Presence Live.